Back to the crossover podcast where we get comics, pop culture, and sports, and get ready for some pop culture because we are going to be talking about the penultimate episode of Game of Thrones titled The Bells. Uh, I'm your host, Matt Pierce, as always, and uh, joining me today is a guest from the HI 101 podcast, Adam Bolesky. How's it going, Adam? Not too bad. How are you? Oh, not so bad. Uh, good to have you back. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yes. But, uh, you know, we're glad to have you back talking game of thrones also with us is uh mike leapock how's it going mike uh, going well thanks for having me back three in a row yeah 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 um and uh to round out because we so far we've been keeping consistent to having four people on these game of thrones podcasts uh kb is also here how's it going kyle uh last minute i've decided not to do this podcast oh okay <laughs> <laughs> so you're out i'm ringing the bell and you're saying Dude, the, the podcast eat, eat a snickers bar eat yeah. a snickers bar and reconsider your decisions yeah. um <laughs> Okay, I, I. Spoiler alert on this episode, obviously. If you have not seen The Bells, uh, go watch it and then come back and, and, and give this podcast a listen. But from here on out, if you haven't seen it and uh, it gets spoiled for you, that's your own damn fault. Um, I want to go around the table because this episode so far, according to Wikipedia and Rotten Tomatoes, has an approval rating of 47%, which is the lowest of the entire series. Uh, I would like to go around and just do a quick uh, in living color men on TV uh, loved it or hated it from uh, from everybody just to get a sense of uh, of where everybody kind of was on this. So just just black and white loved it or hated it. We'll go around the table. I just want to get a sense of uh, which side of history uh, this podcast is on so far. So, Adam, uh, why don't you kick us off there? Loved it or hated it? Hated it. OK. Uh, Leapock. Loved it. And KB. Hated it. Okay, well, Leapock, congratulations. You and I are on the right side of history, bud. (laughs) (laughs) So this is good. So we got a little little two-on-two action You only like it because Aaron Rodgers died. Okay, fair. Uh, Although, nobody really pinpointed which uh, At one point, someone said he was an archer, but I'm pretty sure there was a scene where a dude ran around a corner and flew towards the screen. That looked like him to me. Yeah, that's that's basically, yeah, there were like three things. There was a Lannister soldier who was standing there as like one of the archers, and then it was guy who runs around the corner and then immediately gets set on fire when Daenerys started, you know, raining fire on on King's Landing. And uh, there was a third one there that was like, I think it was like when Arya's running the streets, there's another dude in the background who cut, like, you know, when, when she's running around the streets when the shit's going down, and people are like grabbing at her, and there's that crazy big-eared woman who is basically the proxy for the, uh, the the Russian family in Justice League, where it's like, why do I care about this person? And uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, when she was running around, apparently there was another guy who looks like Aaron Rodgers. The point is, when you're a generic-looking white dude with a beard, uh, you are indecipherable in the Game of Thrones show. So that much that much we know. Um, yeah, but I did. If that was him getting set on fire, it's it's pretty uh, hilarious to see a a a dark and disturbing uh, fantasy of mine lived out in in actuality. So that that's pretty cool. Um, so there's that. Uh, but here we go. Uh, the bells, Game of Thrones. I 
I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'll, I'll admit, I'm not 100% on board with this episode. But the butt hurt from the fanboys slash fangirls on this one is inexcusable online. And I, I'm going to agree. I'm going to definitely agree with you. And I online, I've seen a lot of people, Daenerys would never have done that. I'm like, yes, she would have. She's done it before. You've seen her do it before. Just because they were innocent people that you didn't like because maybe they had slaves or maybe they were slaves and didn't and still wanted to be slaves because they ran up in the ranks doesn't change the fact that they're still innocent. Mm. It doesn't change the fact that she murdered Sam's uh, dad and son because they wouldn't change loyalties like you're not supposed to. It's... She's done it before. She does it all the time. She said last episode she was going to do it. Varys knew she was going to do it. Hashtag Varys was right. Yes. Like, That's like, the hashtag we're trying to get trending. There's, this is, this is, <laughs> if the whole thing around her that people are upset about, I think it's just, like you said, fanboy fangirlism. Oh, she never would have done that. She's Daenerys and whatever. You know, it kind of works for the show because that's the way her followers are supposed to think, of, think about her. Anyway, the people from across the narrow sea anyway and it's just that part i was totally fine with i totally fine yeah that and like the whole you know if you think this has a happy ending you're not paying attention mm-hmm. like this is the tragedy of daenerys targaryen that and the that... 900 other lines that people were citing <laughs> to be like no daenerys has kind of been this way all along it's like yeah, you remember she burned that thing, and then you know she said that thing about you know I'm gonna break the wheel, and then there was that well, thing you know, about, you we, know, we talked like, about this before yeah. about her doing a heel turn, and we yeah. talked about what what needed to happen in order to this happen, and her all of her advisors needed to die, and they did. Like yeah. <laughs> Varys turned on her because he saw her slipping, and was like, well, I guess I'm just gonna poison her. Uh, Jorah died, Missandei died, and Tyrion lost himself to his incredible incompetence. So, like, all of her actual close advisors are gone, and he keeps, you know, kind of lightly betraying her, just committing light treason. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I may have Pop-pops committed... in the attic. Yeah, pop yeah. in the attic. Well played. And, uh, and so, you know, she's all alone now, and, you know, what's she going to do? She, this is what happens when she's alone. She doesn't have anyone to ring her in, so she put, she, she's going to go burn her, bitch. Chemi- puts on some My Chemical Romance and goes apeshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Adam, what was your take on the episode? Broad take. Broad take is that it's kind of got all the same issues that the rest of the season has had so far. Uh, yeah, that I completely specifically. Agree. Specifically, I mean, I mean, the reason I voted hey, you know, hey, if we're gonna go binary, of course we're gonna disagree. But um, the main problem I have with Daenerys isn't what she ended up doing; it's how earned I felt it uh, was based on the season's writing. Um, they could have done a little bit better setting that up. I know there's a lot of people digging back for lines from three or four seasons ago. I wanted to see that break come from something more than just, well, I lost two people and now everything's terrible, which is sort of how it's felt the last couple of episodes. Um, You know, a lot of worse things have happened to a lot of other characters, and that's not really uh, a a foregone conclusion about how you deal with that sort of tragedy. So, um, you know, I, I what I really wanted to see was less of a, you know, uh, well, uh, they rang the bells, but oh well, I'm going to burn everything, and more of a, a sort of a, I don't know. There was no there was no linchpin moment for me. 
um, it, it seemed to come out of nowhere. And uh, I, I would have liked to see a little bit better set up uh, for that payoff. Yeah, I mean, I and there I agree, because like, I'm not going to say it's a flawless episode or anything like that, but uh, I, I, I think you guys will like this this for me. Because you know what? Like this, this entire Game of Thrones episode, it, it's basically the Last Jedi argument all over again. Like I don't I don't know if you guys noticed this, but people thought that this was supposed to go a certain way. It's it's the butthurt that people got from from Last Jedi, where it's like, oh no, but Ray's supposed to be a uh, a, a Skywalker. Almost at Stark. It's like Ray's supposed to be Ray's supposed <laughs> to be a Skywalker or or fair. Uh, Ray's supposed to be a Skywalker, and 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 Luke. She you know when she goes to see Luke, Luke's supposed to immediately be her Yoda, and it's supposed to be exactly like uh, Empire Strikes Back. We all liked Empire Strikes Back. Make it exactly like that. JJ made Force Awakens exactly like uh, exactly like a New Hope, and we all love that. Yeah. And it was just like. And, and, and people had certain expectations for how this was supposed to go, and they were like, oh, Daenerys isn't going to turn heel on us, and even though it wasn't really a heel turn. Uh, but, you know, they're like, they're not going to do that, and stuff's going to stuff's gonna be okay, and whatnot. And it's just like, and then when they throw you this thing where it's like, okay, we're, we're, we're throwing you this curveball, and people can't handle it, they just fucking lose their minds well, is, and it's and it's they've been set up because they've been getting all their fan fictiony crap for the last season mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they, they yeah, got true. their they got their jamie brienne they got their jorah mormont uh, hero death they also in the same episode got the most epic clegane bowl exactly. that you could possibly imagine exactly. clegane bowl i i, I yeah I thought that it was... was you thought that was epic that was horrible it was exactly what everyone wanted. They had a flaming tower. I think it could be both of those things at the same time, though. It was terrible, and it's exactly what everyone was asking for. Exactly. And that's I, the issue. I completely I agree with Adam on that one. I wasn't asking for it, though. I've been very vocal on this podcast about mm-hmm. how I did not want that to happen. Oh, I agree with you completely. Yeah. It was, it was there, not a good idea. There are more people on the internet than you. <laughs> there's an entire subreddit dedicated there's a lot of people on the internet who are wrong what can I say <laughs> Donald Trump is president <laughs> not sure how those things correlate but uh, either way uh, also 10 minute timeout for you for mentioning Trump on this podcast Gabe. um <laughs> Like, I, yeah, the Clegane Bowl thing, I, it was basically a microcosm, and I completely agree with what Adam said, where uh, it's everybody got what they want, but at the same time hated it sort of thing. It was just like... That, that <laughs> well, all I'm saying is, it, it's like, episode was, yeah. people are complaining about not getting enough fan service, but that was the yeah. most fan service thing ever. Oh, absolutely and, it was. And it ended in, like, basically the perfect little way of yeah. them. Like, because, you know, okay, all of the fans crying for Clegane Bowl over the last four years or whatever aside... You kind of know what's going to end up like this anyway, because Clegane's um, motivation, like the Hound's motivation throughout even the earlier seasons, his hate towards his brother is very, very clear. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's probably going to end up like this anyway, without the subreddit and all the memes and stuff like that. Was it going to end up exactly like that? I don't know. But, you know, them both dying in some ridiculous, fiery battle kind of works. And the yeah. well. And the, the way of the, the Hound dying by fire, being basically birthed by yeah. fire, full circle, that works. Yeah, that was, like, that was, I was waiting for the fire to kick in, to be honest with you, because I was, like, watching this going, doesn't the Hound have to kill his brother with fire? Like, that's the poetic justice that, that they seek in this, in this, uh, this type of show, right? And then, uh, you know, it ends with the, uh, 
you know, the full-on Goldberg spear through the wall into the into the pit of fl- uh, flames. The fiery abyss. <laughs> yeah, the fiery abyss from which they never return. And, I, I, you know, I thought it was weird that the mountain was harder to kill than the Night King, but, you know, other than that, <laughs> you know, it's a little... Uh, I, I was a little more... Uh, I was, like and I was like and when Buddy because we all know I hate the mountain he killed my favorite dude and it was just like like when Buddy's stabbing him and he's just like fucking die I literally yelled fucking die like two seconds before him like, fucking die right, right? Like, exactly. it, 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 you get juiced up it was yeah. it was it was what it needed to be it was supposed to be a ridiculous like fucking professional wrestling like yeah. god damn that sandorka game music exactly like that yeah. amount of cheesiness is what they went for and that's what you got because oh, yeah. yeah. you know you too get hype totally sync up the clegane ball to all of the great uh jr comments like when he puts them through the thing the like when he's goldberg spears him through the thing you could easily put it to the mascot is my witness he is broken <laughs> in half Right? Like, it, Although, so easy. Like, I, I, I have to just say, though, the true comedy in that scene is two amazing moments. One, when Kyburn tries to oh, tell the mountain yeah. to stop, and he just says, shut up, nerd, and squashes his head. <laughs> and yeets him down the stairs. That was one of my top five moments of the episode, yeah. which there weren't many, but that was just great. Because I can it's get like, on board with that, yeah. yeah. That, and then, and then Cersei just politely excusing herself <laughs> yeah. the whole thing. Like, you cl- you clearly have some business with each other. I'll go this way. Yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna squeeze right by you. This this cool? Okay, yeah. Alright. I'll love, see you later. Peace. Anton Lesser's line read too because he, he was so prim and proper and so noble when he was like, Sir Clegane, you forget yourself, good sir. <laughs> like that, right? He's just like, yeah. Smashes his head and throws him, and I'm like, fine, fuck that guy. But it was just funny when he was like, so Clegane, you will listen to your queen or something. He said, yeah. the guy's just like, up. <laughs> that was great. Oh, yeah, so bad. Oh god, yeah. So, so there was that. Um, I, I mean, let's 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 get further into the into the Danny thing. Um, I. Ah, so I guess she wasn't the problem. Like, yeah. she wasn't the problem at all. No, it, the internet, the it was foresha- It was foreshadowed for two episodes that she was gonna murder everyone. Mm-hmm. So her murdering everyone isn't really that surprising. I also, I also. Uh, the, sorry, go ahead. The best part about it was um, when the two armies met in the middle of the city. And then the dragon started to go ape shit, and then John had this look on his face like, "Fuck, I gotta be king now." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, and he kept trying to yell like, "Fall back!" and stuff. And I gotta tell you, I enjoyed when Grey Worm basically did the like Brock Sampson uh, mic, where yeah, you know he sees her burning the thing, and he just goes, "Okay." We're doing this. And then he just, yeah. like, takes the spear and just chucks it right at the dude. And it was like, oh, man. <laughs> like, hey, guys. Hey, guys. We're going to go war crime. Let's go war crime. Exactly, Woo! War crime. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, like, not, like not for nothing. It, it's 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 a well doc. Go back and listen to any podcast that we have on, on Game of Thrones. And my hatred for everything Lannister and just their, just their, their, their entire aesthetic they're they're the, the the Jamie the Jamie like the people you know cheering for Jamie the, the sorry the weak willed people of the internet who cheer for Jamie Lannister I'm just gonna throw that out there I just I've been waiting eight seasons to watch these fucks burn you know 
And it finally happened. So I I am, was a little bit happy watching that. So when Daenerys was like, fuck it. You know? Like she just had that fuck it in her system and just started burning everything. I was like, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. As soon as this city lights up, Pierce gets out his popcorn. He's like, now yeah. it's getting good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, well, now I'm having fun. It's been eight years. It's been eight years of Game of Thrones, but Matt Pierce is finally having fun watching certain people die. <laughs> that is one one thing that I said to uh, to Rob Cobflesh, who was yeah. on the pod last week. I was like, you know, what's my least favorite thing about that episode? The fact that Jamie's redemption arc became a full circle, and it made Matt Pierce right. Yeah, it just wasn't. It just wasn't that. Uh, that I gotta say. I mean, we'll, we'll circle back to the Danny thing, but like, let's be up. Uh, the 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 Jamie Searcy thing. You kind of needed to see them actually die, right? Like, like the oh, the ambiguous death. Like, I I wouldn't be surprised if they do some sort of thing where like. Uh, Tyrion did the uh, did the thing where he's like, you know, sail through this, you know, sneaky part or whatever to, uh, and then go down to, you know, wherever, and you can live your life. I'm very afraid that the last image that those two aren't actually dead, and the last image will be them like, you know, like like Jamie Jamie Lannister in some, living like, happily in the sewers. Yeah, not in the sewers, <laughs> but like, you know, he'll be in, he'll they'll be like a a a nice like shanty. And there'll be some, you know, green. It'll, it'll look like the Game of Thrones version of a cabin, right? And he'll be doing the thing where he's chopping wood, and then Cersei will come out of the house, and she'll have their baby, and it'll be like, oh, look at us, like we're not rich anymore, but we still have each other. That sort of thing. Like, I'm pissed. Scared. We're, be a we're rich in love. Episode. Exactly right. She'll still be talking down to like some random squirrel she found. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know, God. if this was two seasons ago, I would say, ah, don't worry about it. It's fine. They're dead. But with the whole like subverting expectations thing yeah. they've been doing lately, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's a little not worried. Off the table. Nothing is off the table. And you and I discussed this on uh, on Twitter actually, Adam. Is the fact that. Because we're basically in the Reddit fan service version of Game of Thrones here, uh, is nothing is off the table. Like absolutely well, nothing. It's, it's wild. I mean, I don't I don't want to circle back too much, but like the the Clegane Bowl thing. Like at this point, I have no idea if that's how the story is supposed to go, or if they just love the memes enough to put it in the show. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's strange. Yeah, you know what? We're like I'm skipping ahead. I was going to save this for for the final podcast, but you know who the MVP of this season is actually going to be. Uh, George R. R. Martin, right? Like, how, he how is, lucky is that dude that he gets to take all this bad, yeah. bad writing, look at it, and go, I can do better. Oh, easily. Like, <laughs> he, like, he might not have an ending like right in his head, but at, he's at least looking at it going, oh, I can top this. Right? <laughs> well, like, the like, thing is, is he's had an overall ending in yeah. mind for years, and he told them like how the story is essentially supposed to end. Mm. Like, the bare basics of it so that if something happened to him then you know the books didn't get finished and the tv show caught up to it god forbid yeah um <laughs> then the uh then they could they could finish it you know on their own or whatever and you know i'm thinking well what the fuck did he tell them and now like he, he sees all, all the these people getting angry about it but i want to see like i'm a firm subscriber to the crazy conspiracy theory that he's already written the books and or at least has finished one and has almost done the other one and he's actually just sitting on it until the tv series finishes yeah and then he's like all right that shit's done now get back to the real story yeah because the entire show has has gone since the release of the the last book Mm -hmm. the the last book came out i think two months after the first season aired yeah it was something like that yeah yeah it's completely I, i just picture him in a room watching the show 
with a checklist. Not doing that. Not doing that. Not doing that. People hate this. Engaging people's reactions. Yeah. And then seeing, like, you know, what people think is going to happen and then what actually happens in the show. And he's like, well, maybe I'll go for option C. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there's there's very little about this season that I've actually had issues with in broad strokes. When you read, like, the synopsis of it, it's not really a problem. The yeah. story's fine. The bones are there. The issue is execution every single time because they're, there's just these little gaps. And they're things that people have been tearing apart. And rightfully so, because they're sloppy. But... That's the kind of stuff that I'm hoping that he's going to have the opportunity to tighten up, make right, and make this story, while essentially the same in the broad strokes, much, much better. Well, yeah, the, the number one criticism is that it's all been rushed, right? That it's it's just, there's the, the a lot of these motivations don't make sense because it hasn't been uh, gone into in deep, in the, you know, enough detail. And mm-hmm. never once has anyone said, boy, George R. R. Martin, I wish you could go into this in more detail. Like, yeah. right? <laughs> that has never been a criticism so of his. dense so dense <laughs> but He's yeah like, like boy i wish you could talk about the exact meal that they've been eating for another three pages <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the stuff that i want in terms of like more detail is okay for example Tyrion knows exactly how to get into the red keep he got out you know why doesn't he suggest that they go in and just Merc yeah, exactly, exactly. Like that's and, and that's the kind of thing doesn't miss. Yes, and that's the kind of thing that he would actually account for, and then you could go, oh, okay, that's why they have to do it this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, the, and that's the type of thing that's brought on the, uh, you know, kind of. I believe there's a what happened to my Tyrion Reddit or something like that. Yeah, uh, or... like they've they've essentially lobotomized him. Mm-hmm. It's he weird. Just can't he can't make a good decision? He just can't, and it's it's like the show was written against him for some reason. It's yeah. just it's just odd. Well, the the yeah. guy who the guy who who shot his dad on the can because he couldn't get you know into what into his ruling style is now going. Well, I picked her. Now I have to stand by everything that. You know, Why? Who is this guy? It's not the same person. Yeah, mm. and it's like, and the I mean, think of all the amazing things he did in the first like four or five seasons, mm-hmm. and how brilliantly he got out of so many situations, and even how well he handled a lot of other serious situations like Marine and everything. He did a really good Mm -hmm. job until the city burst into flames. Um, But he did a quite good job of managing the city. And then he's just, ever since he's gotten back to Westeros, he's just been fucking taking stupid pills. Yeah. Yeah. Like Like you think back to his like, like Marine, like some of the all time worst stuff on this show where, where Daenerys plotline was just stuck in that room for almost two seasons. Right. But um, when Tyrion showed up and his whole thing with the, the masters of Marine, although it didn't work out was the whole, like, all right, we'll give you guys seven years or whatever the heck it was. It was like, I don't I forget the number, but he was like, here's the thing. Slavery would never turn to Marine, but it will give you guys seven years to basically figure your shit out. Right. And, yeah. and I was sitting there going, that is a brilliant plan. That is the type of thing that works in real life. Right. Like those, those are the type of things that in, in, in real life that, Someone would be like, this is our solution. I've come up with this. It's it's the best way for everybody to get along without killing each other now because it's Game of Thrones. The, you know, the fucking slavers attacked anyway because they're D-bags. But, you know, I'm like, that's a brilliant plan. Go with that one. And if I was Venturian, I would have been like, I'm backing this plan. This is a good plan. It's better than all your other stupid plans of just murdering everything. Right? <laughs> like, uh, and then you think about that. And then here's Tyrion doing stuff like, hey, what if we went and, you know, basically backing John's bad plan? Well, his his first, zombie, his right? first action in Westeros was, hey, 
let's go attack this empty castle way out of the way that means nothing to anyone. Has except no tactical advantage. Yeah, no tactical it, advantage. There might nothing. be some gold there. <laughs> I think there's some gold there. Um, I mean, we're bagging on, on the Tyrion Lannister character pretty hard, but uh, although I didn't agree with how we got there, um, the Tyrion Jamie uh, scene in the uh, in the tent was... I mean, it might have been the best moment of this episode. I, it was I, something special for sure. It, yeah. yeah, that that was excellent. Like him, like Tyrion Lannister going, like put it on his Emmy reel if you want. Although I don't know if you're submitting Game of Thrones season eight stuff for Emmys, but um, <laughs> but like him going, like you're the only one who ever treated me like a person, uh, and, and what. Which isn't true because John treated him like a person too. Fair, fair. But, yeah, but I think he's just saying like up until the show started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 my childhood, childhood-wise, yeah, yeah. Like all weird. of his, his, mm-hmm. you know, formative years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that—that that was a moment, and, and it's uh, it's a well-documented fact that I'm not a Jamie Lannister fan on this podcast. But like that—that that was a moment between those two guys, and and the the it was it was that was well executed. Um, again, even though I didn't agree with how they got there, where it was like Jamie got caught, and it was like, huh? And then Tyrion was able to get there, and again, it was like, huh? <laughs> right? And then he's like, I have the key, and I'm freeing you now. Go do this for me, huh? <laughs> right? But uh, everything in between, uh, you know, everything. everyone leave. Why? Because yeah. I said so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, everything. I'm before this. <laughs> yeah, basically the bookends of that scene were quite terrible, but everything in the middle was just creamy goodness. <laughs> is what I'll yeah. say. So. You know, which actually kind of really sums up a lot of the episodes in this season. Yeah, it's is that you got all this bed. creamy goodness in the middle. You've got yeah. this fantastic music. You've got fantastic cinematography. You've got really good performances by a lot of people, and it's just the setup. It's just like what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, hey, at least at least they threw us the line where Tyrion was like, "Hey Davos, can you do something for me?" <laughs> Yeah, to explain how he got there. How he got a dinghy there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, right, yeah. Uh, and I love the way, like, I remember thinking Davos goes like, "I'm not gonna like this favor," and I'm like, "Oh, great, Davos is dead." And then it was just like, <laughs> and then right, and that was the way I was thinking. And then in the next scene, Tyrion was just warped to, you know, he just tunnel warped right to where that was, and I'm like, "Oh, I guess." I guess Davos is fine, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, I suppose they're a good thing. Um can't keep that guy down he keeps surviving he does yeah. like the most ridiculous situations even though he's an old man who can't fight <laughs> even being at the vanguard of this fucking like <laughs> you know this i don't even call it a battle but it was just a freaking slaughter yeah. but being on the front lines of this massacre he uh hey he's just fine and you know what it should have been one-sided too right like it, it makes sense because you know we've been bagging on him for a while now to like use the dragons properly and then she finally did. She's like, hey, I'll swoop in on the side of the ships where they can't aim the things at for me, burn them. Then I'll just go and I'll sneak up behind the Golden Company and I'll burn the front door down, take half of them out. And then there'll be the one guy with the terrible hairdo standing there. And <laughs> one of the Dothraki will just swung by, kill him, and then that'll be it. Right? And it's like, all right, here we go. Now we're actually doing stuff, you guys. Yeah. And, uh, it, you know, it, so it absolutely should have been a one sided fight. And it was. And it was. It it was glorious in its intricacies, I thought. Um, and they even set Aaron Rodgers on fire for a nice little bonus for me. Uh... <laughs> Quick little uh, props uh, throw out to Rob Callflesh, who totally called the fly up into the clouds and dive bomb them because apparently that works perfectly. Yeah, I guess. Right? It's, yeah, they're a little they're a little fudgy on the rules in, in Game of Thrones. The dragon no. in Game of Thrones. What right? are you talking about? <laughs> 
I very much like the thing that I I, I texted you, uh, I think, today or yesterday, Pierce, where it was, you know, uh, episode four, and it shows a ballista that's manned by Hawkeye, yeah. and episode five, and it's a ballista manned by a stormtrooper. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Super madness. Uh, the internet was great with the memes on this episode, though. I gotta say, for all the for for all the the the, the butt hurt whining about that's not my Daenerys and whatnot about about uh, about this was uh, uh, you know the the memes were excellent. They, they they the internet was in top form as far as the memes went. Um, Varys, we gotta talk a little bit about Varys. Um, gone but not forgotten. Hashtag Varys was right. Um. I was sad what to a see champ. him go. Yeah, what a champ. I was sad to see him go. I was, I was yeah, sad to me see too. him go. I gotta say, it's like... <laughs> it, it was kind of crazy, but of all the ways we've imagined Varys dying, like, you think about him sitting in, in council meetings surrounded by, you know, Tywin Lannister, Cersei Lannister, uh, fucking... Oh, God, who is the old dude with the beard whose name I can't remember right now? Picel, Picel, yeah, thank Picel. you, Picel, and and Littlefinger, just being surrounded by all those type of guys. Everyone's conniving in King's Landing and whatnot. Uh, you know, burned by Drogon was was would have been so far down the list of ways Varys gets killed. I gotta say, I, I liked I liked in the beginning when I forget exactly what happened, but he was like, ah, fuck, and then he's took off all of his jewelry and was like this sucks yeah he heard like the soldiers coming right and was like well that's the end of old Varys right and I even like the thing he did where he burned the uh, his the, last I, note yeah where he had the note did he get some of those notes out I was fudgy on the uh... yeah I, I don't think so no 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 he did it, it, okay so in in the first scene his his desk is like covered in papers yes and it's clearly he's been writing a lot and then the scene where they arrest him they're gone Okay, so the, so the inference is that he he's got those all over the world, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's probable that whatever shit talking he's doing against Danny. Yeah. You know, calling her skank ass bitch or what have you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> everyone knows about it. Yeah. <laughs> Although he didn't. Everyone need knows to that she on. can't do her own hair now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just all the dirty secrets. <laughs> But, like, yeah, I, I liked that little way he was like, uh-oh, better burn this note. And I'm like, well, Var and I remember sitting there thinking, Varys, they're going to see you burning a note. And then he had this whole, like, note-burning thing where he was like, <laughs> let me just take the lid off. Uh, this is my thing designed perfectly for burning notes. And he just, like, <laughs> smothered it there. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, get on, Varys. It's Game of Thrones Alt-F4. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's basically what it was, yeah. Oh, it was good. He's like, ooh, gotta erase my browser history. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I enjoyed that very much. Um, I did like that uh, Tyrion went over and, and gave him the old, it was me. You know, he's like, I blew the whistle on you. It was me. I did it. Uh, I thought that was a good moment between those two guys who have been. Yeah, and Varys, was, Varys wasn't mad at him or anything. He was like, yeah, yeah you did what you had to do. Yeah, I hope yeah. I'm wrong. Exactly. I hope you're right. Yeah, he's like, I got I had to do what I had to do, and you got to do what you got to do. No yeah. no hard feelings, yeah. Something um, that I definitely didn't catch during that first watch through, and but I, I did on a second, and what? Well, <laughs> I read about it, and then I was like, oh, yeah, was that I, I didn't catch that he was actually actively trying to poison Danny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was yeah. very subtle, the way... Uh, they kind of hinted at it, which is cool and good for Varys's kind of character. He never yeah, really because, yeah, the, the lays out straight like, what he's supposed to do. Yeah, the bird is saying, oh, you know, well, she's not eating. And he's like, don't worry, we'll try again. Yeah. 
And it's like, good lord! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's going for it! <laughs> Jeez. Um, Adam, what was your take on the uh, the John and Daenerys scene? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird, because it almost suggests that, like, if he'd been okay with a relationship with his aunt, yeah. maybe none of this would have happened, which is sort of a weird suggestion. Yeah, but also <laughs> totally in the Game of Thrones lane, right? It like is. That's, that's not a veer onto the highway, like speaking of memes, right? You know, they had, they had the one meme with the highway veer. That's not Game of Thrones. That's sticking there to their lane. Sorry, continue. It, it is, but it, it, it puts it puts the Danny character in this weird limbo spot where is it where it's like, is it is it just like is it inevitable that she's going to go crazy and it's yeah. up to all the people around her that are going to keep her in line. And therefore it's somehow his fault for not mm-hmm. like, what does that say about either of them in that? Case? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a little bit, I don't know. The dynamic was very strange there. Um, but yeah, I think John so badly doesn't want any of this mm-hmm. like so badly. And, and obviously that's what this whole season has <laughs> been setting up. Right. Yeah is not wanting the rulership and not making him the best one, et cetera, et cetera. We all know where this is going, right? Same thing in Harry Potter, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Um, and uh, I don't know. Um, it, 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 the, the suggestion that somehow all of this was kind of his fault and putting that amount of guilt on his shoulders mm-hmm. was a weird choice for the, for the episode, for sure. I... I thought it was an okay scene, but I didn't like the end because the end I thought led credence to every um, fool. And that's how I will refer to him, you know, (laughs) going forward on this podcast that basically claimed that, (laughs) that this Daenerys thing was like spur of the moment. Right. Like, like I didn't like that. The people who were claiming um, bitches be crazy with Daenerys. Right. Mm. Like it was lazy writing and it was just, oh, bitches be crazy. Right. That's what we're down to. And in Game of Thrones and and it's like, oh, you know, her friend gets killed and and her man refuses to sleep with her. So now she's well, just going to burn everything. And I was like, that's so you look at her track right? record. You look mm. at her track record and all that's ever happened is men have been throwing themselves at her feet. So finally she meets this dude that she actually enjoys and likes and well or s- supposedly loves and he's like, "Nah, bro, you're my aunt. This is gross." Yeah, <laughs> it was cool. And she's like, "I don't I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. Is 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 it my hair? Is yeah. it because my hair's frizzy? Because that's that's she, King Landing she, fault. I'll burn it to the ground." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, god, I hated that. I really did. Um Well, yeah, I, I think just, Sorry, can you go ahead? Oh no, I was going to say that um I think that what the what the season seemed to be hinting at earlier, and I think this is where I, I, I was talking earlier about not really feeling earned, was it, you could definitely see Danny feeling like she didn't have control over the situation. You know, she raised the glass at uh, at the feast, and everyone kind of like oh, okay, and someone else would make a toast, and everyone goes yeah, crazy. Very courtesy, very and, courtesy. Yeah. <laughs> and and what it seemed to be setting up was like she's going to try extra hard to make everybody like her, right? Mm-hmm. And that's. And, and to switch f- directly from that signaling to crazy Daenerys is what felt like a little bit of whiplash. Yeah. Um, I think if they had been kind of angling for the whole, like, I'll show you, I'll show all of you kind of thing from mm-hmm. the beginning, it would have gone down a little bit smoother. Yeah. I, I didn't mind that so much because it, it was just kind of, she's out of her element. She's been out of her element for so long mm-hmm. and she, she, I think she feels that she tried to be the good queen and the, 
chummy chummy, but she doesn't understand how the North works and That's how true. Westeros and how Westeros works. And it, yeah. I get, I feel like it just got to the point where she got super super frustrated. And then the scene with John, she was like, okay, well at least I can count on John to you know be cool and tell me he loves me and show it so she doesn't feel so empty and then he's just like yeah you're my aunt <laughs> so i know technically i'm a targaryen but not really i'm <laughs> <laughs> not that targaryen yeah i'm not that targaryen I see this hair it's pretty brown <laughs> it's like i'm not targaryen enough to continue this <laughs> you know right like Oh man, I, I mean, I just like the Danny thing. I I thought it was. I I just don't like the pe- the, the the internet people who are you know claiming left. It wasn't field. as off. It, it wasn't as off brand as people think it yeah, is. Like, for some no, reason. it's not. Yeah. It's, no, it's, it's, it's bad it's writing. The... It's been bad writing for sure. That yeah. that led up to it for sure. So but... her going crazy and like burning a bunch of stuff. Yeah is completely, you know, acceptable. The big difference is the fact that, like, I would have totally bought it is if she, the bells go off, you know, Cersei surrenders, and she just fucking snaps, and she's like, fuck this, I'm not letting her get away again. I'm not letting her surrender. And then she goes directly to the keep and burns it down and knocks mm-hmm. it, you know, burns into rubble, killing a ton of innocent people, but not all the innocent people. Mm-hmm. But then she's decided to kill all the innocent people, which well, is... I think, <laughs> I think you got to look back people. to... you got to put a little bit more weight on the line where she says, um, I've tried to rule with love, but no one loves me here. I can only rule with fear. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they're kind of trying to do is... okay. Like she's trying to instill the maximum yeah. amount of fear across the yeah. entire kingdom. Yeah, yeah they've, they've surrendered, but everyone around her has betrayed her like that day, it seems. So she's like, "Well, screw this. If I can't trust anyone, I'm just gonna make them so scared that they won't betray me." And that and that makes sense to me anyway, and it makes sense to the character. And as we said, it's not out of left field. Yeah, it's a strategy, a poor strategy, but a strategy nonetheless. Yeah, she already had so much support though, because then she had support in not- Dorn and. and- North was okay. Don't, don't kid yourself. Dorn doesn't exist. No. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> somewhere, yeah. somewhere on the shores Dorn, of Dorn. Dorn is a, dis- Dorn is a distillery. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And yeah. nothing else. <laughs> somewhere on Dorn, there's a bunch of dudes holding spears waiting for boats to show up, just going like, where the hell are they? <laughs> <laughs> I hope we didn't miss the fight, guys. <laughs> we said 7.30, didn't we? <laughs> I guess now that the word gets to Dorne that if you don't do stuff, then you literally get your whole city burnt to the ground by a dragon. They never, Maybe They never do stuff. When, I, in the books, different, fine, whatever. But in this show, when have oh, they yeah. done stuff other than kill each other? Yeah, it's just quite disappointing guys show wise tough look tough look for Dorn on the show um shout out to Cersei Lannister though basically being the dog in the burning house meme this entire episode (laughs) yeah just just sitting up in the tower going this this is fine this This is fine fine. we'll get through this we'll get through this right the red keep has never fallen (laughs) and as it's crumbling around (laughs) it just falls over it's like it 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 just fell fell over (laughs) 
all right, well, people will sing songs about the time the Red Keep nearly fell. That Kyber just does the that that other painting meme that shit's on fire, yo. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. I honestly, I I honestly thought, and they got me on this. When Kyburn came back the second time, I was hoping it was Arya. I thought it was Arya. I'm like, oh, here we go. It's God, done. Everyone in the net is so big I know, on that. I everyone in the I net know. feels like she's got one more face pull left in this series. And I got to tell you. I don't no, think I, it's going to happen. I'm not seeing it. I don't, I don't see it happening in the final episode unless it's like, like what is she? Did it, like, <laughs> I'm surprised people haven't suggested that she kills Drogon, puts on Drogon's face, and then uses <laughs> Drogon <laughs> to kill Daenerys. Like that's that's the last thing. Every like everyone's clutching at straws with the with the Arya face removing thing, right? Like, I, I think not, it's because it's you've not got, Mission Impossible. You've, right? you've got like, such a useful tool yeah. that you you don't use. But it's not like this show would ever do that, would they? <sighs> no. But they already Brand, used sorry, Brand who? Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, Brand. Perfect <laughs> sight, the useless. Like he's he's supposed to be hashtag neutral. Yeah. Yeah. He's lawful neutral, right? Yeah. Mr. Shoot promo himself, fucking Brand, right? So like, neutral he doesn't get carried if he gets stabbed in the face. Exactly. Tell my family I said hello. <laughs> where he's heading. God. Um Yeah. Um all right. Jamie and Cersei. Let's start with you, Mike. How do we feel about how that ended? Well, okay. So, a big theory, and one that I openly subscribe to, was that Jamie was finally going to see the light and was going to be the one to kill Cersei. Mm -hmm. Because, (laughs) you know, shut up! Yeah, yeah. Don't me! It was valid! Turns out... Fucking it was an actual prophecy in the book, right? What was the? It was uh, fuck. Was Baltimore it called? Whatever. It was actually. It, yeah. It's the younger brother, so it'd be Tyrion. They're the same age. Well, yeah, but there's the caveat of uh, like who I, came out first. Yeah, seriously, like, came out first. So. so I think it works yeah. for both. But yeah. At any rate, it's supposed to be. You know, it would be so nice for him because you, you've seen this, you know, supposed reformation of him over so many years. And then he just goes back to her and he's like, and it, when he left the first time, I was like, no, 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 he's not going back to her. I'm in denial. I want him to be going to kill her because that would be a decent thing to do for once. Yeah. And then he goes <laughs> and is just like, no, nah, babe, let's sneak out. I'm like, what? And then he yeah, goes to the credit and he's like, oh, maybe he's going to fucking stab her here. Nope. Oh, now they're crushed to death. Well, whatever. At least allegedly. it was nice. Yeah, allegedly yeah. crushed to death. And anyone, anyone who's ever watched Naruto knows that they're not dead. <laughs> well, the thing, okay, so I hate the idea of them not being dead so much, I refuse mm. to acknowledge it as a possibility. It would be pretty bad. It, that would be an unforgivable thing if they did that. In the, like, if they did my suggestion earlier of Jamie, like, of the three of them on a beach, you know, just being like, oh, got away from it all, right? Like, Cersei and Jamie will be back one day, maybe, right? Like, that would be... by zombies. That would be the only way I would accept that. <laughs> Truly terrible if they did that. Um, Adam, what was your take oh. on Jamie and Cersei? Uh, you know, I saw somebody on the internet say something about uh, between uh, Euron Greyjoy and oh, we'll uh, the Lannisters. Oh, Don't I'm worry. Don't Euron worry. Like Hang on. Hang on. Oh, sorry, go ahead. They <laughs> sorry, said that they chose. There. <laughs> they said that they chose the perfect death for both, but they swapped it between the two characters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's not a bad little uh, thing. Yeah, that's good. Um, 
You know, I I was a little disappointed. I would have loved to see Jamie be the one to kill Cersei. I would have loved to see it tear him up. I would have loved to see like a very like poetic last moment. And for like honestly, for that reason, I'm really glad that we didn't. Um, and that's because I think that the Jamie Lannister uh, uh, arc is one of the few that they didn't completely screw up this season in that the early show was all about people being really complicated and really good people doing really bad stuff and vice versa and kind of breaking out of that completely black and white mold. And, you know, being into his sister is just who Jamie Lannister is and it doesn't <laughs> matter what else he does. He always comes back to her. And I think it's okay to have that character still do that. Even at the very end, I think it was the most um, true to the character thing that potentially happened the entire episode. I, I kind of agree that I would have liked to see the like a when she said, uh, please don't let me die. And then if he would have went like, Shh, it's OK, you won't die. And then like stab her slowly in the back or something mm-hmm. as he as he embraced her, I think, to like give her a quick death instead of one of being crushed by rocks. Yeah. Yeah. But I think but at the same time. What what I want isn't necessarily the best thing for the show, and that's, that's how we that's get Chloe Gamble, right? That's how we that, get Chloe Gamble. Um, I, I think it's okay to not always do what everybody wants, and um, I, I, yeah, it's it, it was it felt appropriate. It would have been nice to get a little bit more closure on there, but that's that's okay. Sometimes in Game of Thrones, you just don't. It was also phenomenally well acted. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, shout out to the person on Twitter who said that Jamie and Cersei shared a womb and a tomb. <laughs> shout out to that person. I wish I shout oh, out sorry. to the person. Shout out to the person who said they shared two wombs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the one they came out of and the one he came in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I went there. Um. Uh, you're on Greyjoy. Um. Uh, I mean. Lee Pock, you look like you have something to say. What a you? stupid fucking last word. Uh, I kind of liked it, because like, it made me think about if Euron Greyjoy died other ways in, in Game of Thrones, what his last line would have been. Like, if he'd have died like uh, Tywin, like, say he was in Tywin's place, and somebody shot him in the stomach, he'd have been like, ah, doesn't matter, I already took the world's biggest shit, or something. <laughs> <laughs> I have the greatest... I have your He's just—he's such a fucking cartoon character from beginning to end. Yeah. It's and like he it's wandered like... off of some other set, eh? Like, it's just, <laughs> yeah. what's he doing there? <laughs> yeah, he wandered up some low-budget like ripoff of Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's called like Game of Thrones, and it's done by the same guys who did Snakes on a Train. And yeah, he's like, I'll fucking your own Greyjoy. I screwed the queen, and now I'm gonna kill you. But why? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He walked off the set of the Triple X parody right onto the real world. Yeah, and a lot of people were taking issue with the fact that, like, Jamie's doing his little solid snake sneak around thing. And he's just like, hey, Kingslayer! He's, he's just standing there. Like, he doesn't even bother. He's like, I could get the drop on you right now, but I won't. Right? Like, <laughs> he, he's uh, Game of Thrones Leroy Jenkins. He's the best. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he was a little bit like Leroy. Um,. That was another like, me. Exactly. He's, he's a fucking cartoon character. Yeah. Like, and we love him for it because he's <laughs> <Yeah>. awesome. 
Yeah. Pete Pete Blackburn, I remember, uh, declared him on, on Twitter to be the worst character in the history of Game of Thrones because, uh, like, he just had no depth, no anything. I mean, there's probably an argument there, but Blackburn's a Bruins fan, so, you know, he can fuck go fuck himself. Uh, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> Friggin'. I mean, he's probably right. Yeah, he might be the the worst character of all time. I'll fucking kill the dragon, though. Goes I'm on struggling his, to think goes of on a his worst resume. One. In his yeah. in his short in his short time, he banged the queen, killed mm-hmm. a dragon, became uh, became sort of. king, sort of. Yeah. Uh, king with an like, asterisk. He, accom- yeah. he accomplished killed all the more. sand snakes who are actually the worst characters in the history of the game. Yes, there you go. There, yeah, that might have been it. There. He accomplished more in the short time he was around than any other character has on the show. He is our savior and the greatest character to ever grace us. <laughs> Every time he's on the screen, I smile because I know he's going to have some stupid quip that's awesome, and he's going to be crazy. It's just, it's the best. Oh, all right, he's like the right. epitome of chaotic, like chaotic neutral. Chaotic ever. He's, <laughs> he's just like the he's the wild card of Game of Thrones. And He's, he was these last two seasons Ramsey. Yeah, I think Ramsey had a. We, they they put a little more thought into into Ramsey than than they did Euron Greyjoy. That's for that's for damn sure. I would think like like when Euron Greyjoy died. Well, sure, they they thought about Ramsey's character for longer than they were drinking a Coke. Fair, yeah. <laughs> like like Euron Greyjoy when he died, I was like, eh, that kind of sucks. Yeah, but like I guess for the greater good. I mean, I definitely wanted him to win that fight with and, Jamie, but that's just me staying completely on brand. Oh, uh, uh, when he's fucking yelling out like, "I got you, I got you!" Like he's fucking twelve playing yeah. like pretend <laughs> guns. It's like I, I got guess. you, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, but uh, man, <laughs> fucking, you're on Greyjoy. What are you gonna do? Um, I think we've covered damn near everything. Ooh, no, 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 no. Except for uh, we are yet to talk about Arya's arc in this whole experience. Uh, Adam, what was your take on Arya? <sighs> this show sure does love Arya, eh? Like, I feel yeah. like Jeez. I feel like they really stretched her character the, the last couple of the, the uh, seasons. Stark, the Stark girls are the front runners for everything in that final yeah. episode, right? Yeah, and I mean, even honestly, to me, Sansa makes more sense in a lot of ways. That that mm. that is a reasonable uh, uh, way to interpret her arc, right? Going from extremely helpless to kind of learning how to play the game. Yeah, Arya is just she's a she's a swiss army knife at this point she's just using her for everything Mm -hmm. and um one of the things that i found strangest about Arya in this in this episode in particular was one of the most useful ways they could have used her here and almost did use her was as a a a signal for the hound's redemption right you know Mm -hmm. don't become what i am don't chase revenge save yourself kind of thing it's not worth it Mm mm-hmm and then he goes in and ignores his own message and exactly right. Well, he's like it's too get late. Hype, right? well, yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a, it, it's too yeah, it's too late for me to go save yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm right. gonna go die. Don't go die with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he also didn't need to go die. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like it was so yeah. close to an actual poignant uh, message there and then out it goes and then we get 20 minutes of her running around the street covered well, in dust. Well, can you imagine dust. how dumb that would be if they actually turned around? He's like, "Hey babe, 
I know we've been wandering, you know, for yeah. two weeks into this exact <laughs> moment, and we're literally 40 feet away from where yeah. we're going. Oh, no, it was but, too late in the show at that point. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, there, there's there's bones there, right? Like, there's something. Yeah. But anyways, no, no, then you just get a bunch of wandering around the street and the, the dust and the uh, pick a random bystander that we need to care about a lot, which uh, I guess makes sense in a traumatic event. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. It seemed like a lot of sound and fury. My problem, my multiple problems with Arya this episode was number one, she's been waiting her whole life ever since her dad died to kill Cersei. Hmm. It's been her singular drive. It's the first. It's name been she her said, motivation. It's right? the first name on her list. She says her name every night, mm-hmm. and then the ha- one sentence from the hound. It's not worth it. Yeah, you're right. Peace out. Like are, what? Can you imagine if you dedicated your entire life, went through thick and thin, hell and back, almost got murdered by some faceless woman, uh, training partner, killed multiple people, survived a battle against the dead, mm-hmm. and then you're just like, yeah, not today. Like what? All right. I uh- it's just it's, it's I couldn't I couldn't get past that. Mm-hmm. And then when you have the character with probably the most plot armor other than Jon Snow running through the destruction of the city and you know she's going to be fine. And then she basically gets burnt to a crisp and basically gets crushed by boulders but is somehow fine. It just, it was boring. Because it's it's the same thing that happened last season and this season with the Battle of Winterfell and with Jon Snow going across the wall, you know he's fine. You know he's not going to die. He could run into a pit of vipers, a pit of chimera lion vipers with vipers for tails and dogs with bees, and when they bark, the bees come out of their mouths. <laughs> and, he'd, <laughs> and he'd be fine somehow. And they probably wouldn't even show it. It would just They would just cut to black and cut back, and he'd be like, well, that was fucking crazy. <laughs> like, it was just terrible. That was, it ruined the whole episode for me was her boringly running around trying to care about people she probably would have killed mm. a couple of years ago to stay alive and steal food from them and it's just it was just dumb and boring and it was ugh ugh uh couple things uh cause I I semi agree with you KB uh first off oh, the stuff with her running around the city that was gorgeously shot oh yeah I'm not it saying looks amazing. it wasn't visually oh, no, appealing every, I'm saying it was it. boring yeah like credit where credits do everything on that was fucking gorgeous cin- really, okay. en- really enjoyed the makeup too of her having like of her being like covered in in like gravel and dust and stuff, but still having these two like blood streaks across her face as she's like running around. Um, I thought, so I thought that was excellent from from I guess the makeup department you would say. So kudos to those uh, to the individuals involved in that. Um, I do agree. It's tough. It's the, the Hound Aria conversation was tough because it makes sense. Um, like I agree with Adam in the sense that it, it 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 makes sense with the arc of those two people, right? Just a, a, everything that we watched those two go through, uh, especially in seasons like what was it two through four, basically, um, led to that moment of him going be like <laughs> of him going. So you say you want to be like me? I barely want to be like me. You gotta understand yeah, that, right? Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> 
and then being and then saying you know don't be like me but it falls flat when two episodes earlier she killed the night king right like mm-hmm. like i mean if you're and then episodes moment, and then you know, episodes before that she uh annihilated what was that stupid family that i hated the phrase uh, the phrase the phrase yeah and like, like in one of the most yeah. brutal fashions one of the most it was the first episode of season, season seven yeah season seven yeah, yeah. and so but, like him looking up at like she should have looked up at him and basically been like not for nothing, but I killed the Night King, so King Kong ain't got shit on me. I'm killing Cersei, right? Like, this is happening. I'm walking up these stairs, right? And and Arya also just being, like, constantly being like, no, that's not me, right? She'd be like, no, I'm not running away from this. She was the first name on my list. I've constantly said that. I've said that to anyone who will listen. That's well, here's the thing, though. This is the first list. time that, yeah. like... I mean, she's been faced with probable or possible yeah. death before. This is the first time that she's been faced with certain death. Like, yeah. the dragon has gone fucking crazy. It is burning the entire city. The building is falling around around her, and she decides to choose, essentially, life over death. And yeah, you say her entire life, but she's, what, fucking 18? Yeah. No, like, no, no, what right. if some 18-year-old comes up to you and says, I want to do this, and it's something phenomenally stupid? And, like, will end their life if not, like, metaphorically than literally. Their life will be over if they do this thing. And you're like, that's fucking stupid. Don't yeah, do you that. you said 18 and then already. They say, that's right. And then yeah. they say, but I've been do- I've been working for this my entire life. And you're like, you're a fucking kid. You're 18 <laughs> years old. You don't have a life yet. Good yeah. lord. <laughs> like, Get it together. You the, thing, <laughs> the, thing, the thing that doesn't balance it out for me. I I can see where you're coming from, but she left Winterfell. She left a marriage proposal from her best friend and first and only lover, the person she's only really have been friends with her entire life. Yeah, she was never going to accept that anyway. They could be at peacetime, and she'd be like, "Nah, I'm good." <laughs> what else is she going to do? That's debatable. She knows she knows Gendry isn't going to treat her like a a regular lady. He's going to let her do whatever she wants. He's common, technically common born too. He doesn't know what he's doing. He needs someone who's not common born to help him. Well, it makes sense or something. Like I just imagine her wandering off. But I, I, anyway, lady. if she's gonna wander off, there's no point to her life anyway. She should have done what she was going there to do. And it's not like she would have died anyway because Cersei was alone, because the Hound got lucky, and the entire roof collapsed on the entire Kingsguard, which was just so dumb ah ah it just the whole Arya thing because the Clegane bull set up Cersei being alone which would have been great for Arya oh oh, cool Cersei's alone stab 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 see you later and then you could and then after that you could have had her running through the streets trying to escape which you say she was going to certain death because the dragon was going crazy didn't matter where she went dragon was going crazy yeah, so I mean, as it turns out, she might have been okay if she had just gone killed Cersei first. But you know, the Hound presents her with a very clear thing: if you come with me, you are going to die. So that was her choice. She didn't couldn't see into the future to see if she'd be okay. Like he's being real with her: you are going to die if you keep walking with me. Don't be like me. Don't go die. Go be a person because you know you still have a life ahead of you. And she chose life. Like yeah. it's a realistic thing to choose. No, it, it it definitely is. I agree. It's just 
you know, I stated earlier, here's why I bought it, here's why I didn't buy it, and it is what it is, and, you know, we'll just move on with our lives, right? Yeah. The I, other thing I... is that, like, her, her running through the streets for me, like, yes, she was okay, but that scene wasn't about her. That no. was about the, the common folk. That was yeah, showing the, the, the horrors of war and yeah. a city being essentially firebombed, which is something that has actually happened from the perspective of people on the ground, but you get to see it and, you know, have essentially a cameraman, i.e. Arya, running through and end up fine in the end. But, the like, I, you always know that she's going to be fine, but it was still, like, a powerful scene because it just wasn't about her. It's all about the regular people, like, all the... The actually seeing the innocent people and meeting them and getting to know them a little bit, the innocent people that are getting killed in this, not just, you know, her being invincible and being covered in asbestos and probably has lung cancer now. So, but. <laughs> uh, what was? Uh, let's let's go around the table. What was your take on the uh, the the lone white horse that appeared? Uh, did you like it or did you think it was a little cheesy? What do you think, Adam? Very biblical. Yeah. Very biblical. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it seemed a little on the nose, which I, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna say cheesy. I, yeah. I, I wasn't a, I wasn't a huge fan. Um, the the one the one positive thing I'll say about it is it does explain why there were like eight thousand shots of that one dude on a horse. You know, forty five minutes earlier. <laughs> also, yeah. the little girl carrying around the the toy horse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What about you, um, Buck? Cheesy or? Uh, all I have to say is. That horse better be fucking Bran working in there, or else he has been so fucking useless. <laughs> you better have done something. <laughs> so bad. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, it was, uh, I get it, it's a cool shot, but it, it was pretty cheesy. And honestly, her just walking out of the rubble, because the whole thing was her, like, was her getting on the horse and riding off into the sunset, or just the distance, really. Uh, for for this cool shot, honestly, think some, it would have been some, uh, some smoldering ruins into another smoldering ruins. Exactly. <laughs> like I, I think I think it would have been just as effective as if she like looked around and was still staring at all the dead bodies, and then was like, "Well, that just happened." And then, you know, just, just walking, and then just started walking. And yeah, he, yeah, honestly... yeah. I imagine that too. My my favorite comment about the horse was on, yeah. on Reddit was someone was just like, "That horse has had a weird day." <laughs> <laughs> If you just showed friggin' Maisie Williams, it's just her back, and she just keeps walking in the distance for about a minute or two, and she just keeps getting smaller and smaller, and then they finally just, you know, David Benioff and, and D.B. Weiss, you know, your executive producers or whatever it is, right? I'd have been like, that was like, that was a cool ending, her just walking off into the thing. But it was like, no, they had to go with the biblical white horse. Yeah, was, I, I think I would have liked that better. I also, honestly, mid-episode, I thought the episode was going to end with she gets out, she finally finds somewhere to essentially bunker down, and as she's going to bed, for the first time she reads her names again, she starts off with the. She just says Daenerys Targaryen, and then goes to sleep. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, that's it would have been something. Better writing than we've had all season. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, that that would have that's a move. Um, and would have been keeping in the uh, in the theme of uh, giving Arya the ball <laughs> constantly. That's like we're funneling the offense through. Oh, Arya it wouldn't have mattered. She would have walked. She would have walked up to Daenerys and would have went, Nah, not today, and then walked away. Uh, that's just petty, KB. That's just petty. Get it together. Uh, anything else? Anybody got anything uh, itching in the back of their head they want to bring up on this episode? Uh, good makeup on the mountain. I like 
the zombie makeup. It was yeah, pretty cool. That was, that was cool. That was cool. Uh, that, I like it was little line where he's just like, "Yep, that's what you look like. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you've always looked like. That's what you've always been. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. fat, monstrous piece of crap. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, uh, screw you. <laughs> Oh, uh, Cersei through the whole thing was really cool. Her uh, this is fine moments, and then finally breaking down at the end, mm-hmm. realizing that she couldn't do anything else. It was kind of mm-hmm. cool too. I don't know. Yeah. I was kind of torn. I was kind of torn. I don't know if I wanted her to make a stand mm-hmm. and just like be sitting on the Iron Throne, like being a bitch and being like, whatever. I'm still see. I'm still here and all this other crap. But I, I don't, didn't mind the way they ended it. Yeah, I really loved her actually. Essentially, finally breaking and like crying and being like, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I have a yeah. baby. I don't want to die. Yeah. Like, because that was. You know, all of like as they said earlier in the episode, um, all of the worst things she's ever done has been for her kids. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what her primary motivation is. And now she has a kid that she just needs to survive. She just needs to stay alive in order to protect them. And so that's all she wants is to be alive. And then she's not. So she gets what, what's your, what you're saying is all that she wants is another baby. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh you. Jeez, you got yourself with that one, eh? My God in heaven. That's two in a row. You're on permanent timeout, KB. Get out of here. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> um, Adam, any last things you want to mention about The Bells episode of Game of Thrones? Um, you know, nothing really comes to mind other than um, it, it's been very consistent with the rest of the season. You know, uh, if that was the only episode I've ever seen of the show, I would think it was amazing. Uh, it's visually stunning. Uh, a lot of really great moments of acting, but when you hold it up against the rest, it's just just too many little cracks. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, you know, I, I really wish they could have tightened some of that stuff up a little bit better. Uh, it could have been an all time great, uh, but they didn't, and so it fell flat. Yeah, I, I I think I agree. Ultimately, I like this episode. I'm completely on board with Danny burning the city. Um, this was not even close to one of the worst episodes of Game of Thrones, so shame on people for the, the, the people who went on Rotten Tomatoes to, to give it the, the score that would declare it the worst episode in the history of the show. Not even close. Like, like think about how boring that episode was with, like... Um, I think... On, Every episode we're in Dorne. Basically, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm... I'm <laughs> All I, of them. If oh, I went okay, to the one... last episode. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but if I no, if I went to my head, I would say the worst episode of the show, just off the off the top of my dome piece. I think because uh, I remember because it was titled after um, House Martell's uh, uh, friggin' slogan, right? Where like the title of the episode is "Unbowed, Unbent, Unbroken," and that's the one where the the Sand Snakes fight. You know, one-handed Jamie and uh, Braun in the water gardens, and oh, it had like really yeah. bad core that really bad choreography in the fight, uh, and and yeah, that that I think is the actual. What is it? The youngest Sansney calls herself. Oh, want this like hot something or sex? Oh no, she says her... you like. No, that was the final episode of the sea of that season, which I think was season five. Everybody, I think five. <laughs> sure, let's go with that. Let's go with five. But, uh, yeah, she says uh, the worst line in the series is, uh, you know, you need a good girl or something. She, what is she no, I need a bad pussy. Yes, yeah, bad yeah. pussy. It's like you, you, she says, like, yeah, you, you like good girls, but you need bad pussy or something was her line. That was the worst line in the series. <laughs> so what do we got left? We got, uh, I guess, Braun. 
maybe show up to do something. Well, Bron will show up in the Bron- last thirty seconds yeah. and just fucking crossbow Tyrion and walk off without saying anything. <laughs> yeah, that, Bron- that's that's the end of the series. Is Tyrion pinned up again? Bron- Bron is interesting because he's in this position where he didn't kill Tyrion, yeah. but now Tyrion, who Daenerys hates, yeah. has to convince Daenerys to give this dude she's never met yeah. Highgarden. <laughs> good luck it was also it was also down in that scene where Braun like showed him uh, like punched the both of them and then shot arrows at him and then just walked out of the room and neither what a of them weird went, scene yeah it was a weird scene because neither yeah. of them went oh hey northern army that guy <laughs> like, maybe go get him yeah get him please you know it would be much much easier to convince danny okay there's a guy who i made a really big promise to we're going to let him into this room. You're going to say, you get all you want, and then you're going to have your dragon fucking eat him, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and she'd be like, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, trying to think of a good question to ask you guys to go out on, but they're all kind of lame. Like, well, there's nothing less left to talk about in this season, right? Like, we know how the next episode's going to go. Who ends up on the Iron Throne? Right. Guess, but that's just such a... The Night King, thing. he's not actually dead. It was all a ruse. <laughs> <laughs> he just rematerializes. Like, yeah, it could be... He's playing the long con. <laughs> he's like, ah, you thought I killed me? Hilarious! Yeah. <laughs> like, the big questions kind of are, you know, where... I mean, okay, so obviously... John is going to make some sort of kind of play for the throne. There might be some sort of rallying call from the remnants of the useless people of Dorne and whoever else is left in the game uh, to help fight Danny. There, uh, whether or not Arya actually kills Danny or just fails, maybe she dies and then John kills Danny or something. I don't know. Whether or not John actually just leans into the fact that he's like, I want the throne. Hey, Sansa, you fucking take it. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people are cheering for that, just for, for Sansa to end up uh, on, on the Iron Throne. Uh, I don't think it'll happen. I think at this point it's going to be too formulaic. I think yeah. we know exactly what's going to happen. Jon's on the throne. Sansa will take the north. Like it's, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see a couple of uh, bit cameos from whoever they've forgotten about. I bet we're going to see a lot Not of people by. that they completely forget about. Are we going to yeah. see Brienne again? I don't know. I don't think so. No, I think the last image we get, although we might get, we'll probably get some shots because like it's not going to be the last we've seen of Sansa Stark. So whether no. or not Brienne has like a moment or, God forbid, lines uh, like uh, in the final episode, I don't know. But you know what I want? I I, I will... want with Brienne. I want Tormund to find out that Jamie died. Yeah. And him to come back down south. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That that would be the move, right? Do you uh... do you guys do you guys think that John will uh, I don't know what the right word is, not abdicate, but create like a council instead of take the throne. Just like, Perhaps, who knows? like the, I, devils. I've, always, I've actually always been on ter- on the um, on team throne is destroyed. Yeah. So he I, actually I, destroys the throne at the end. I was on team the Night King kills everybody and then freezes the throne was, with his ice powers and breaks it. I was on team. I was on team. What I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what I mean. It's it's in the same vein, though, uh, Leapock, right? Yeah. Uh, that they just destroyed in the end. My version, humans are still alive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Aaron yeah. Rodgers Aaron survived. It's going to be him. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers sits <laughs> on the Iron Throne. Yeah. That's going to be Hot Pie. Uh, hot Pie on the Iron Throne. Hot Pie's going to work his way up. He's going to start cooking in the royal kitchen. 
and he's then just poison cooling everyone. His, he's and cooling his pies on, on the Iron Throne. He's just sending them there. Ooh. <laughs> just blowing on him. <laughs> it's going to be Lady Stoneheart. She's going to finally show up. Oh, yeah. Jeez. That's a deep pull. Good Lord. Um, all right. I think that's enough. Um, Adam, you have anything you want to plug before we get out of here? Uh, yeah, I have a podcast you can check out. It's called uh, HI101. It's a history podcast. Um, yeah, uh, easiest place to check is hi101.ca. Uh, all my links to everything else is there. Uh, right now we're working very slowly through uh, Chinese Communist Revolution. So uh, that's what we got going on over there. That would be exceptionally interesting. Uh, it's a great podcast, everybody. Check it out. Give it a listen. Uh, crossover Podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast. We are on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the Crossover Podcast. Um, we are going to be back next week, obviously, to talk about the series finale of Game of Thrones and uh, probably sit in the rubble as the internet burns with whatever the fuck they do. (laughs) That's the one thing I can guarantee will happen. I'll guarantee two things. One, we will see Brienne of Tarth. I didn't get to finish my point on that earlier. The the last image we'll have of Brienne of Tarth will not be her bawling her eyes out as as Jamie Lannister rode off into the night like a jackass. Um, Yeah, can't ever be done like that. (laughs) We'll at least see her standing next to Sansa in. Uh, We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I may be wrong. Christ, I hope I'm not wrong on that one. uh, What if there's a final montage of everyone and then it cuts back to her and she's still crying? No, they do the. (laughs) No, they do the. They do the free. They do the freeze frame montage, like at the end of friggin' uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and it says, like, you know, it goes Brienne, and then it flames, and goes Brienne and Tormund married. They have several <laughs> lovely kids, right, or something like that. <laughs> Who they feed giants milk or something like that, right? <laughs> I just imagine it going like, you know, doing that montage, like cutting to everyone else, and it cuts to her, and she's still like sobbing next to a fireplace with like a tr- crudely drawn picture of Jamie. No, she's gotta be staring. She's gotta be staring out the window with one tear rolling down her cheek. <laughs> oh no, it's so much worse. <laughs> oh my god, I just love the comedic. Think of the brilliance they could do with the comedic factor of the of the Fast Times at Ridgemont High freeze frame. Like it shows ghost and it's like freeze frames ghost still waiting to be petted. <laughs> 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 oh, I tell you it's brilliant. <laughs> the last half hour is just George R. R. Martin giving you the double double fingers. Yeah, just the double dude. Tormund goes back north of the wall and hooks up with that giant again yeah <laughs> uh, they are currently raising sheep <laughs> in the deep north <laughs> oh, I'm telling you it's brilliant alright so <laughs> we'll get out of here uh, so yeah we will be back next uh, to pick up the pieces of the, the internet burning much like King's Landing after this episode is uh, over uh, but we will be back earlier than that uh, oh excuse me we will be back uh, for a second podcast this week pulling double duty uh, Mac and I will be back on and we're going to have a special guest for that podcast as well to talk about money in the bank. Going to talk a little bit of wrestling uh, later on this week. And uh, speaking of <laughs> burning, <laughs> all stuff goes on. The wrestling has not been great recently, you guys. But uh, we'll, we'll save that talk for, for later on this week. Um, KB, Leapock, probably talk to you guys next week. Adam Blesky, thanks again for doing this. Uh, HI 101 podcast, check that out. Um, 
Thanks for coming on, you guys. And uh, we'll talk to you next time on the Crossover Podcast. Crossover.